Football Manager Football Show. Brought to you by scoreline.ie. This is the Football Manager Football Show. It is episode number 35. And and counting. Um, I'm. I I know already. Three five. Yeah, that's loads of football manager. It is. If you were if you were doing like one episode a year, you'd be at retirement. Yeah, pretty much. But it's nuts. It's too. I I don't normally play video games, but uh, I've kind of like fallen off. We were talking about right. So you know. Oh, by the way, I'm I'm Ken McGuire. By the way, I've seen the new Spider-Man trailer. So I'm either. Dr. Soctopus or Johanna Jamisock? Yeah, so, go with the first one. Okay. Doc Sock. Do- <laughs> or Sock Ock. Hashtag Doc Sock, this episode. Um, but yeah, so going back to the kind of video game things, and it kind of coincides with Football Manager releasing these new uh, updates of what they're going to do for Football yeah. Manager 22. And we kind of had this discussion yesterday, but I've gone, a lot of the games that I liked became almost yearly releases. So they were like the WWE games, FIFA, uh, like golf games, you know, just the, the the EA sports kind of thing, sports stuff. And I uh, Assassin's Creed as well. And they just kind of just became patchwork and they never really updated to a huge degree that you'd notice. So like playing Football Manager now is great. I remember Football Manager 20 came out for free and... I didn't play it because I was still invested in 19 and I didn't really like the the new update. So I generally purchase Football Manager every two years. Yeah. So I kind of, and then you fade off Football Manager 19. Like I was playing FIFA 17 for a good four years before I got EA Play and tried the FIFA 21. But I, I, I are you impressed with the Football Manager updates that have been released so far? Uh, if, uh, you can only be impressed visually. Uh, like like a wide centre back. What the f- like? <laughs> What's that going to yeah, do? It's, it's like just use your inside forwards now. And the wide centre back is out there. He's there marking, and then boom, cut inside. Yeah. You're fecked. This is this is everybody wanting to play five at the back. Uh, off off the back of the Euros. Even Gareth Southgate wanted to go five at the back at one stage. Yeah, look how that, that ended up for him. Not the greatest. No, to be fair, but sure, we won't we won't pick holes too much in in England's Euros uh, campaign. Uh, there's there the data hub. I mean, we're like, what's that? The, so. Like we like the nerdier side of uh, of Football Manager, which is why we end up spending so much time. Like even even gaming this week in the build up to recording today, you spend so much time between matches. January transfer window takes forever because you're pouring over stats. And I found that the more stats there are, the more stats that I am pouring over so you know yeah and you can do everything you can start searching for players by you know how many headers is this lad expected to win in, I al- in 90 minutes I always like look that, at youths and international caps at youth level so if they gen- really good benchmark yeah if they generally have an international cap now saying that if they have an international cap for Thailand or something like that you know it's not too impressive it's a small pool but like generally the Eastern European countries if you have someone that's uh, kind of been playing for the Ukraine has a few caps there or Serbia or something like that you know that there might be something special there but that's the way I kind of look for yeah and and that's a a good indicator but like we have so like this year was, was kind of big on the development hub and being able to track players development over time and see who's been coming up through that kind of the you know the the golden age or the golden era of your youth academy induction and stuff like that. Um, where where they never da- get anything from the youth academy. No, you you want to be playing like 
I don't know. I think you want to be about 10 or 15 like seasons How can you have in. the best facilities and pay the best facilities and have the best coaches and stuff and never unearth yeah. like a, a wonder kid? But they're, they're telling you that it's going to be amazing and then there's always that bottom line, like literally the last line of it going, yeah, there, there's there's actually not much here. They need to all. fix that transfer, the, the way the transfer market works in it. Like when they made the release, I see on Facebook, I think it was, I just seen loads of people just commenting on it going like, this, you know, like say Troy Pard, great example, yeah. right? Troy Pard, how much were you quoted? Oh shit, 100 and, 109 million. Now I was able to take him on loan for a song. They would not sell him to me for love nor money. And then he moved. Moved to Napoli for 7.5 million. Yeah, and do you think Leicester could buy him for 7.5 million? Not a whole. Like what's the story not, there? Not even 10 times that, that much. That, that's ridiculous. I can't offload players that are valued a certain amount and I'm getting absolutely like just terrible unless China come in I'm getting absolutely like nothing close to but, the value but, for them. But this is the thing the players that you want to offload that have a high value you can maybe, and maybe it's just me I can never realise that value the players that I don't want to offload um are typically the ones that are coming in with the Chinese money valuation on their head. So, mm. you, you know, it's well, like, 40 or 50 million quid and they'll push it up. You risk up the up. ire of the fans either way. Yeah. Because if you sell, say, if I'm trying to sell a Rigi, he's worth 20 million. I'm getting offered like 10 million by leads for him. And that's your if, best, best offer. If I sell him for 10 million, the fans are going to be like, you didn't get enough money for him. And the border on your back. Yeah. And then if I sell Yao Felix for 154 million, they're like, you've sold one of our best players. So it's a lose-lose. It it bugs the shit. Like, and then you go looking for like, I know we're in December and it's coming up to the January transfer window. Um, but like, I need you need to start scouting players and you need to start putting in bids to have them ready for yeah, January, yeah. right? But like, you know, when you suggest an offer, a lot of the time now clubs aren't even they're just refusing outright. And yeah. instead of giving you a suggested amount that they're looking for, which is always huge, yeah. which is always like a hundred and. 50 million vanillies for a guy worth 200 grand. Yeah. But like, I wasn't even getting that back. So that's my biggest bugbear with, with football manager. But, and that's, and that's been consistent all throughout the years. It's such an obvious flaw in the game that I, I, I don't understand why it hasn't been addressed. Well, it is when you, when you can go to a player's agent and you can suss out via the agent, the player's availability. And that gives you a kind of scope to go, okay, it's going to cost me an extra 20 or 30 grand a week in wages compared to where I thought and the valuation of the transfer is sometimes sometimes a little bit wild sometimes it'll be like you know somewhere between 20 and 30 million you might be able to get this player or somewhere between 80 and 150 million you might be able to get this player can can we take that can we take that a step further like can can that agent go and and like <laughs> narrow the window somewhat and either either by the agent going to the club going yeah, like to negotiate that, something away. That's yeah. a natural progression. The agent going and trying to force the move for the player. Yeah. Like it really deal. Like you look at Riola now and what he does with his clients and proper like just causes fucking bedlam. Remember the Paul Pogba situation on the eve of a Champions League yeah. final. Or uh, not final. It's been a long time since that happened. But <laughs> but like, you know, he's he's causing havoc. And that's true to the real life the, the way of the game. You yeah. know what I mean? I know like I know the likes of FIFA and football football manager don't like bringing in diving and bringing in the ne- negative aspects of the game. But if you're to be, it comes back. Is it a game or is it a simulator? If you wanted to be a real simulator, players need to get booked for diving. Agents need to be start causing shit. You know that kind of stuff. There needs yeah. to be. I I don't know. I maybe there's scope in a few years, but I just think this. We have a wide centre back. Who gives a shit? That wasn't the glaring problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a nice little 
cold it's, paint. It's a start. This is this is essentially the first feature drop we're hearing about without hearing the fine details about it this week. We got the one minute kind of YouTube flashy trailer. Didn't even watch things. it. <laughs> You're just like, this is I've seen that you had up. Oh, there's a versus mode. And I'm like, who gives a shit about versus mode? Yeah. Just I, concentrating on all the other yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, the, it, you're meant to get invested in it, not this online bullshit that FIFA has and, oh, we have new ball dynamics. Fuck off. It's always the same. Always the same. Speaking of uh, Haaland, Shane Hayward was on. Oh, yeah. And he was talking about he's just getting the absolute best of him in his Borussia Dortmund set. Well, you see, th- this is the thing, right? So we're the, the game that we're playing on is based on the original database that was there. Like, I know that there, there are players that have come in in the winter updates and in the, the second, third or fourth database update and new wonder kids and all of this stuff that have come into the game that we don't have. And obviously players have gotten better in real life and that has been reflected Jackie in... Jackie Grealish. Ja- see, Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish, my database, piece of shit. Jack yeah. Grealish, real world and probably new database, like midfield general. Well, just to let you know that Haaland finished with 47 goals in 33 league games and 67 goals in 50 competitions. Now, I said, I called your performance out of him pitiful, the one that you're getting out of Haaland. And he was like, well, I'm not telling Ken how it's done. I'm all for the Workings Man Club and the King of the Snow. Whatever. Representing Team Shazbaz, he Whatever. says. Well, see, last week we got to that discussion about Haaland uh, where like former German internationals had been calling him out and his shit. Teammates, former teammates had been German calling him out. He's not German. It's, or former... Norwegian? Former Norwegian internationals. Well done, Ken. It's, it's, the, it's the Dortmund thing. Um, uh, former teammates, um, not so much on the current teammates, but even the board were just like, the, the Madrid board were like, uh, the Real Madrid board uh, were like... Exactly. Um, because the Madrid board are given out to me. The it's like, what's the story? Board. We spend all this money on this guy. Where Where is the return? And you kind of have that conversation with him finally. As soon as he decided that he was happy to stay, because um, we, we sailed through the, the end of the summer transfer window and because I hadn't brought in anybody to reinforce the attacking strength of the team, he was like, yeah, I'm I'm gone. Get me shy of requesting a transfer. He was just like, okay, this... I could see it coming towards the Christmas transfer window and then it's like, bang, he's gone. All the press conferences were turning about, oh, we hear, uh, we hear Haaland is, is on the way out and he's unhappy and he wants to leave. What's the story? Is he going to be dropped? Is he part of your plans? And we finally get around to him declaring that he's happy to stay. That's when I made the move last week to go, okay, do you know what? Your performances are shit. You're being dropped for the next two games. You said uh, that? Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, yeah. Uh, that's totally my fault I, I'm going to pick myself back up and then we went out last week played mains in the Champions League in the live game at the end of the podcast and he went and scored six goals and he's still wrecked as we're going to find out across these games from, from this week um, but he has started to uh, at least contribute a little bit more to his goal tally nowhere near the, the ratio of you know 60 odd goals in 50 games or 40 odd goals in, is that what people talk about games. on Twitter when they're like ra- ratio ratioed man yeah well, I, I don't understand something that it's a new generation it's the ultimate team like, bastards if you're if you get more likes then you get comments or you get more retweets then you get likes I really 
I really don't know. I, I, it's beyond me, to be um, fair, at uh, this stage. Chris Wellsby, he says he's waiting for the new episode of the Football Manager Football Show. Oh, he is. And because... Now he knows how Shane feels when he's waiting on Ken to press continue. Oh, snap. Yeah, people don't like you. I I, I remembered one thing, right? <laughs> uh, this, this, was the, this was the little bomb that I meant to drop last week. And I dropped bombs. Of, and I'm sorry that I didn't drop it last week. And I owe... Uh, but keep on forgetting. Uh, we, were, we were talking about Connor, whether Connor has one end or two ends. Yeah. So Connor is X yearly X. Yeah, he's followed me now. Yeah, you see. So last week he had made the suggestion, and I, I'm driving home after this, and I was kicking myself that I didn't introduce it. He said, "Hey, what would you say about a new feature for the pod?" <gasps> Sidebar to this: I hate when people refer to podcasts as pods. The pod. The pod. The, I'm the pod father. Uh, the pod. The pod. Or I just hate the way like people just use like the word and put cast after it. Thinking it's real clever, like sportcast, coffeecast, broadcast, broadcast, telecast, the industry that we're in, cast casting, cast cast, no, armcast. Anyway, it's a says, podcast dedicated to people who have broke their arms. What would you say about a new feature for the podcast where listeners rate Shane's saltiness slash bitchiness after each episode? Be class to hear your reaction. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to take that from a man that spells Connor with only one N. He says he's going to hate me, but perhaps a poll after each episode is released for everyone to vote on just how salty you've been for that episode. I've been salty for a lot of episodes now. <laughs> it has, it has not, it has not got much better since that the downfall of Wolves. Uh, it, it, I've just been, and they're doing so fucking well as well. Yeah, I know. again, still they're coming like third in the Premier in League. The Premier League. Uh, he'd also said last week, which is way too late for this week's uh, podcast, but last week, uh, uh, Harvey. Oh no, we did. We covered Harvey Barnes scoring in the Europa League last yeah, week. Yeah, we did a whole bit. Good on old that. Harvey Barnes. Uh, Lee Quinton was back in touch again. Uh, by he's, the way, he's uh, he's played four seasons now with Atletico. Being if he is successful, I don't want to inspired. hear. It. Four seasons with Atletico. This is off the, the new database. Four La Liga titles won. Two Champions League titles won. Two Copa del Reyes won. Says he played a super defensive 5 3 2 with a centre, with a, a CDM. Was able to grind out a lot of 1 and 2 nil wins. Didn't concede in the Champions League. Uh, it doesn't say which, which campaign uh, until the semi final. To go through the entire group stage, first round knockouts, quarterfinals, two legs. And semi-final without conceding a goal in the Champions League is fairly decent. Well, laddie fucking decent. that. So there he is. There is hope, Shane, that somebody at least can get a few wins. Yeah, but you see, he's come, he started off with Atletico. You know what I mean? He would have. So he would have had from the start. He would have like had that. Like money, he wouldn't he have had, had Divock Origi as like their main purchase <laughs> in the past four years. You know what I mean? No, he wouldn't. And he wouldn't have had all these players just like coming to the twilight of their careers. Because in Football Manager Edge, the second you get past 26, it's just gone. Downhill. Yeah. Downhill. We're finding that out. Actually, we're finding that out uh, quite um, quite very straightforward when we go into the transfer market a little bit later on. Uh, we crack into this week's games. We yeah. have we have a lot. We've managed to play uh, right through the entire month of December, or at least all the way up to kind of Christmas Eve. Um, and we'll, we'll give the players 
there is a, a bit of a break and then next week we're going to be kicking into the January transfer window uh, but this week we have maybe five five games to get through give or take yeah. we thought we were being super ambitious yesterday we said we'd get the whole way through to the end of January do the January transfer window Didn't and happen. then by about midnight we realised wow we're just on the 10th of December and we've been playing for about three hours um, but I was delighted I will say to kick off on the 1st of December and find out that I was after scooping the manager of the month award for life in Spain have you congratulations Ken I'm so three, fucking happy for three you three wins out on of four my good news I'm after getting 78 milli vanillis they've Yay! after raising my transfer from uh, 50 milli vanillis for selling Morata kind of regretting that now and <laughs> and they've oh, had to give me an extra 28 million vanillas because we're going to pass financial fair play regulations which is handy uh, I didn't get as much as you but I have had my uh, January that's because you've spent a, a jabillion euro no my net spend a jabillion vanillas my net spend is quite good um, the uh, <laughs> financial fair play rules have also been passed at Real Madrid so the transfer budget is up to 75 million for a little bit of uh, for a little bit of January shopping I have one deal uh, that's pretty much wrapped up and then I have I, I'm trying to orchestrate another one uh, Carvajal gets food poisoning the same day that we find out that we get an extra 75 million in the budget that's crazy because I got food poisoning once in Spain too I ate some paella Oh, uh, how are the Spanish lessons going, by the way? C. <laughs> Juevos and C. Uh, I have a B- minus rating for the board, a C- plus for matches and transfers. Uh, squad unity is the one that's kind of bringing me over the edge and uh, the board quite happy with the progress towards the club vision for Real Madrid. So first game. Well, while you're there, reports are still circling that I'm going to get the sack. So I don't want to do too much prep transfer wise. Because <laughs> like you're doing that, I'm I'm doing that thing where I'm looking. <laughs> that would be so good. You 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 get this extra money, and then like let's say you know things start to click. Like you were having a good kind of couple of games last week where you had pulled the wingers and gone into that diamond formation. And you're like, oh, Shine bright like I maybe maybe this can work. Maybe this can work. And then all the little seeds have been planted along. Going, do you know what? It's going to get to the stage where the board won't actually care that you're winning games. It's because you lost that one game over there or that one or two games over there. And they'll be like, bye-bye. Diego Simeone is just like, can I come home for Christmas, please? And yeah. Then, yeah. And then, and then totally it, the, the, that period in Atletico history will be looked upon as the Roy Hodgson Liverpool era. Oh, that was a terrible, terrible yeah. era. Like, will I ever bounce back from it? Who knows? Who knows? But this could realistically But you be would a- have all your transfer budget stuff done and spent. This is going to be our last season. Done. Yeah, actually, it's it's probably true because at the rate, the current rate of play, if we do a month a week, um, we're we're pretty much going to be up on top of FM twenty two by the time we finish life in La Liga. Yeah, unless we get a couple. What a of fucking days. damn squid for me to end it on. Yeah, plus you gotta you gotta you gotta disappear for for a week or two. Yeah, go span. Yeah, so do we have to like mean, backlog stuff. We have to play like a shit ton of football manager in the next fortnight. Casey you better start paying me for all this extra work that I'm doing, man. <laughs> Let's get into the game. I just need a full day, a full day. That's it. Just say, hey, Casey you full day. Before I go, give me two full days, maybe. <laughs> give me two full days. Give me the Thursday. Give me the Friday. We'll get the angry young man Robbie down and Casey Lar, sport producer, to prep the show, and we'll just blast it out. We'll say, go no, to town. We're not doing other radio work. This is the premier podcast of KCLR. We should be treated as as royalty. As such. Well, I should be treated as royalty. You're a loyal subject, obviously, but you're along for the ride. Um, <laughs> you, you're my squire. You're Ken McGuire the squire. Ken McSquire. 
My noble steed is Squire. Yeah, Squire is a subject, <laughs> uh, isn't it? You haven't been watching enough Shrek. Anyway, grab, um, grab him, Birch. I yes. look for him and you go, you bastard. Yep. It's like, I literally just pressed make an inquiry and you were like, you bastard. Yeah, it, I was like, well, it, that came up immediately on your side. It, it did. Um, a, lot, a lot of the players that I've been, a lot of the players that I've been scouting or that have come back recommended from scouts, I'm like, okay, January's coming, gonna need to do a little bit thing because I, I have, I have a couple of players on loan that I'm getting grief over not playing. And it was grand to get through that home. Castrovilli. Castrovilli's in there. Vlasic. Uh, Castrovilli from Fiorentina. Stephen Jarrett is now starting to give me shit over him. Um, Fuck Jared. Uh, Zinedine, Zinedine Zidane is at Bayern Munich um, so I have Nicholas Vlasic who's now at West West Ham in real life I think yeah. he, he joined this this uh, this season anyway Vlasic is there um, who else is in on loan there's one Torres. or two Ferran Torres is there but Ferran Torres isn't given out because Ferran Torres is getting good uh, getting good game time or at least at least kind of um, getting time on, on the pitch uh, regardless of the others but I have a very I have a very midfield heavy uh, thing going on so yeah well talk I'm a team of defensive midfielders yeah and I have to replace Maratta now so I start looking for strikers and all like the renowned strikers are obviously going to be like a bomb and I can't the board don't let me sign anyone over 24 anyway yeah so I have to look for these young players Fabio Silva is starting value is 72 million uh, Ariso I was quoted 96 million see that's that's Far fetched. Well, I mean, no, it's, no. it's not. Well, sorry, it's not far fetched. I mean, uh, that's the club. Like Mares that's... was in his last year of his contract. He went for sixty million, didn't he? No, jeez, he went way less. He went like Mares. Yeah, to to Celtic, he went for twelve. No, no, in real life. Oh, sugar, I'm not sure. Like Alexis Sanchez, last six months of his contract, thirty million. Yeah, that was a little bit crazy. That was fairness. nuts. Like yeah. so, like maybe maybe like the overblown amounts especially for a proven Premier League goal scorer like Fabio Silva like Man City are, are, are circling what him. about unsettling him though what about what about taking I've tried They're not, no one's taking the bait I went for this guy uh, from Genk I think it's Genk mm-hmm. uh, I think that's where I got Vandervoort the keeper from or he's Ghent yeah. but Stephen Burt oh he, yeah yeah he was the, an 18 year old he's a wonder kid he's already been capped six times 11 million euro rated 11 million euro rated and he has a minimum fee release clause of 43.5 million. Yeah. So I was like, I might tempt him. I might get him for about 20 million vanillies. They won't even negotiate. Yeah. They won't do installments. They won't do anything. They're just nothing. I'm going to have to match that 43.5 million vanillies. So I'm like, oh shit. And then you're, lo- you're scrambling. You're looking for other strikers. And then you're like, oh, you're so restricted. I can only buy people under 24. Yeah. You go, I go looking into the, like the Portuguese league. I always find some good players there. Um, it's just the 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 value like Xerxes, um, who's playing with Bayern Munich. He's twenty two Dutch. I had tried for two seasons to sign him. Not happening. Behind, like he's only played once this yeah. season, but like I got quoted ninety million. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Mm-hmm. It's ri- it's ridic. Yeah, because uh, I I I took a I took a slightly different approach. One of the transfers that I that I have wrapped up or that I, I'll wrap up at some point in my notes is Piero Bellotti at Inter Milan. Uh, as a he's a good signer as a CDM, seventeen years old, um, and uh, seventeen years old. I'd been he'd been he'd come up on the scouts radar, uh, maybe the start of the season or kind of the the summer transfer window. But like, cause he's seventeen, like you need him. You need a player now. If this is our last season, like yeah. buying these players means nothing. 
Yeah, and that's the thing because I think by the time I actually have them wrapped up, like I'm forced to buy them because they're under twenty four. Yeah. I ha- I have them wrapped up, but I I I agreed the transfer for the end of the season. So you're never going to get to play them. No, no, and and that's the thing. And, so you and just spent thirty minutes. Of it. You're just realizing that now, aren't you? No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. Well, it so why did you buy him? Why did you spend thirty million on a player that you're never going to get to use? Because maybe, like, maybe like we had discussed previously, where you get to go back to the river side of the save or the Leicester Wolves side. Oh, of so the you save, might eventually go back. That I might come back and go. Do you know what? If I'm looking for something to do of an evening, I'll take Real Madrid on another season or two, and then bring him in. At this stage, he'd be eighteen years old, not and, and hopefully that probably not to be fair. It's a lot of pipe dream stuff. Yeah, but you know, there's little. You're, you're just it. scrambling now because you've realized that you're. Never Never going oh, to get no, to play I'm, with little Belotti. But I, where where would a seventeen year old wonder kid, the central defensive midfield? Sure, Adiemi, Fabio like. Silva, Musiala, they all went straight into my side. They did, yeah. I still should have bought. Believe in youth. That that's why I was brought in Atletico Madrid. Anyway, let's start. I had Cadiz, 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 Cadiz. Uh, I have five changes from the Champions League game where yep. I crushed Leverkusen, um, which secured your qualification. Yeah, it certainly did. Esposito back in Lamar as an AMC AMC. Uh, still shining bright like a diamond. Uh, Omar Rajic is out now. Before the game, they were like, "Oh, there's bad weather in the game, so this will." affect your team uh, against the weakest opponents defensively in the league I'm like of course it's going to because my team a drop of rain they're not going to they're not going to respond well I thought I thought Atletico there's none of them Irish I thought I thought they were hardy bucks they're not hardy bucks at all Um, we dropped points already to the 19th place side and the 20th place side but my kind of from very early on my doubts kind of just gets cast aside as Amrabat scores an absolute screamer I'm talking busting better than your Curtis Jones goal Um, nothing nothing is better than my Curtis Jones goal shut up it is now it was strange in the sense that the ball got passed into the box and Lamar was like on the penalty spot in between the penalty spot and the six yard box and instead of shooting he passed it outside uh, the box. No, but Amrabat absolutely buried it. So I, I was looking at it going, "You son of a yes, <laughs> yes." Um, but there's no other real highlights then for the next while. Um, that was until they they strung together some lovely passes. Shaw, Lucky, Lucky Shaw, Shaw, and Lamar combined very well to release Rap Bastard to make it two 0 So it becomes two 0 Maratha then gets another chance immediately after, but spurns it, spurns it. Um, the second half starts we're doing well we're keeping them uh, we're, we keep the team all the way up until the 70 minutes so I don't make changes I'm like oh, I'm not fucking touching this I'm not touching this this is this is going well then Lamar provides a set piece assist for Jimenez that's his third assist are you counting Ken? uno dos tres in the one game that's España that's España in the one game he was wasted on the wing so I have him playing in the amp roll because obviously I'm not playing wingers. He was wasted on the wing. He's able to... He, see, the vision of me is outstanding. Um, I sub him off then. I bring on Agumi. And uh, they ended the game 3-0. 18 shots all in. It was a proud proud enough day for me. Now, we're still in eighth position. But, like, I'm undefeated since I changed the formation. Yeah. Which is pretty good. And, but with the exception of the Leverkusen game, which was 5-3, I think it was. 5-2. Yep. Um... Like we haven't really let many goals. I think we only let him one in, in, in a draw in the last 
in the last game. But. Any shift in defensive mentality or duties? Um, I play a bit of a higher defensive line now because I in my in my head I'm like if well if they're not around the box they can't shoot and score. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, I kind of I kind of pushed them a bit more up the team because I'm like we're fucking Atletico in Madrid. We're Atletico in Madrid. Well, you are now. No, I'm still not. I don't like yeah. them. But <laughs> you know that I had had to do. Maybe it's the same thing that happened with the. With, with the Bacchus see, I go in so like steadfast in my mind that I want to play with wingers and I want to play a certain way yeah. and I'm going to get the players to do that but yeah. being so hampered by the the transfer funds that was available to me at Boca and at Atletico Madrid I maybe I should have been quicker to kind of really analyse it now I did end up analysing I was like well we have a team of midfielders yeah. and uh, if we just kind of keep the play a bit more tight and instead of passing it out to the wings just play it up through the centre instead of like looking to float these balls and kind of condense it up top as well instead of just playing one man who has to do it on his own just have the three guys up top as as playing together as close as possible so they can yeah. kind of work together as opposed to stretching the whole play out. A, an attacking unit. Yeah. So uh, that seems to work well. Nice. Uh, and the new formation is getting praised by the media. Excellent. Well, that's a decent start to life with uh, this week's games. Uh, we get Atletico Bilbao uh, or Athletic Club, uh, if you will. Uh, we're going into the game as favourites. Uh, a quick note. I'm starting to pay attention to a little bit more of the... The, the pre-game notes I see that the referee has already doled out like 21 yellow cards in his last handful of games I'm like my lads are going to be get ab- stuck in man absolutely screwed uh, I've also decided that for because it worked out so well on my laptop last week that uh, playing at home for the games for this week you're going to keep it 2D I've, I've moved everything to 2D and, ah, I'm, and I'm loving it it's, t- it's 2D for the entire game but it's it's 3D d- director's camera if there's a goal in it so I can so I can watch the goal and see how it unfolds. But I, it's just that it's just that nostalgic sense of nostalgia, familiarity, and the grow. The nostalgic sense of nostalgia of nostalgia. Yeah, you know if that you're that, meant to be very good that, with words. with words. But that grow for watching. You're dots not a linguini genius like me, but <laughs> a linguini genius. Uh, so we've a fairly good half hour. First half hour open in thirty minutes. Uh, not much to write about, mind you. We probably should have been one nil down, but for an unreal. 2D stop uh, by uh, Thibaut Courtois in the uh, Real Madrid goal Haaland solid one-on-one chance about 20 minutes and he pinged it an inch wide right uh, Kyle Jorge uh, had a decent chance about half an hour in um, but I am describing it this week as a Conor McGregor pitch away to the left I know it's a real world what? obscure you can see McGregor doing his like Chicago Cubs uh, throwing, going out to throw the ceremonial first pitch and it would be, you know, if you put a target dead in front of him, he may as well have just like kicked it behind him. It was so far wide and ridiculous. Oh, but anyway, it, it, gets, it gets played out in the media and it's done. So uh, 35 minutes in, VAR to the rescue. We get a penalty. I'm not quite sure what happened uh, other than Haaland all of a sudden is on the spot and the ball is in the back of the net. Uh, four minutes later, Inaki Williams for Athletic buries it. Shula, again, he was 
done by Messi in the Barcelona game and he was absolutely caught napping here as well intercepted a pass knocked it clear to uh, to Williams with nobody around him it's like what Jesus Christ what are you doing one all easy but we're rescued by Rodrigo uh, like three four minutes later sliced the ball across the box uh, Vinicius Junior's at the back post waiting to sweep home gets the goal pretty much toward the stroke at half time so I don't make any changes at half time we're after getting up a good momentum good head of steam it's 2-1 um but uh, I haven't set up the goal for Vinicius Junior. He's got to come off injured on the arrow mark. So Fabian jumps in, and he's Fabian. Been, yeah, and he's been giving me he's been giving me a bit of grief of late, uh, and wants to go out on loan. He's one of the two unhappy players in the club at the minute. Uh, Sixty two minutes in, VAR goal ruled out for Haaland as well. But we get another shot at redemption. Tony Cruz with a corner to the edge of the six yard box. Varane is there this time instead of Shula. Boom, knocks it in, uh, makes it 3-1, thinking this is all right. Uh, until two minutes later, I'm getting so many of these like action, 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 action goals. Oh, well, that's uh, because you've uh, you've used the King of Spain's money to purchase every player in the game. No, no, that's not entirely true because what happens here is that <laughs> Serrano gets a free kick for Athletic, finds Sunset in the box and pokes it home and makes it 3-2 and it's like for the love of Jesus Christ so it's 3-2 10 minutes to go James Madison comes on Vinicius Jr. has the ball in the back of the net Vlasic had the set up to Fabian who floats one over the defence finds VJ at the edge of the box he scores and then immediately gets taken off because I had the substitution I had the substitution booked in and everything was done but didn't let you change because normally the the screen comes up that uh are you sure you want to go ahead with the tactical change that you Oh made? yeah, after the goal uh, had gone in and I was just... Oh, you just went ahead I just went, yes, I just said I'd go ahead with it. So uh, we dropped the pace, uh, like time wastes out the last kind of 10 minutes, lowered the line of engagement, a few little things like that. Haaland has run himself into the ground. Again, likely, uh, likely going to need a rest, but it's a solid 4-2 win. Eight shots on target from 16 in the game. Four of them wound up in the back of the net and the win according to my lovely chart on this printed page today. You printed it? I printed it because I've you gone old school. I've no laptop with me so i gotta, I got to print and read these notes that after the 4-2 win uh, we're up to third with Atletico uh, in eighth. There's ten points between us. I am four off the top of the table at this stage. Barcelona with 38 points. Real Sociedad with 36 and you are two points outside of the top six. Celta Vigo just ahead of you by a point. Of all fucking teams. So we go into the Champions League. Well, before that, uh, I see that River and Boca are no longer the top of the Argentinian League. No, they're not. Racing Club. Yeah. Because I was doing a bit of scouting. I was looking at like kind of the Argentinian League. I was in the Mexican League for a while. I was in the Brazilian League, just kind of looking for players and uh, fullbacks and they. I need someone to kind of back up for Lucky Lucky Shaw Shaw and for surely there's a South American wonder kid out there somewhere. Yeah, but the release causes are nuts. Like I was making bids for players at uh, uh, Bronby and Partizan, and they're worth like fifty k, and I'm getting quote forty million. (laughs) Yep, that's how that's how it works. Um, it, it, it's nuts. I even I, I look at Adeyemi, and and you once again got the notification straight away that I was poking my head at Adeyemi. Yep. He's not doing well for Wolves, though. No, he's uh, had a little bit of a knock, a little bit of an injury. Yeah, and I think uh, I think they have a little bit of we're not totally sure where to play him. Like he's being automatically forced into the position that is technically his best position, but theoretically not his best position. 
Like on paper, he should be here, but in reality, you should have him over here, yeah. and then he'll be incredible. Mm. I don't know, but you're not you're not going to get him anyway. I'm not going to get I'm not going to get anyone by the fucking looks of forty milli vanillies for a lad from Partizan Belgrade. Like, so we go we go to the Champions League. And it's, oh, it's the no, la- do we have to go to the Champions League? Well, if you if you want to gloss over it, I mean, I'll I'll tell you very quickly how I get on with Porto, and then you can tell everybody just how you got on with Liverpool because it was a riveting encounter. To be fair. Um, for me, for Porto, this is this is where Steven Gerrard starts giving me shit about Castrovilli. So I'm like, uh, I think we got to the point where he's like, look, I have no option but to recall him from loan. And I'm like, well, that's my decision made because I was going to kind of cancel his loan anyway. And send him should, off. Anyway, you should. Send him off at Christmas. I have I have enough cover in midfield between Rabiot. Can he cancel it? Uh, yeah. You sure? Uh, yes, because I made sure this time around that my loans could be cancelled. But you can't cancel the loan outside of the transfer window. So yeah, I, can, no. I can't send him home today, but I can send him home on the 4th of January kind of thing. Uh, so Tony Cruz and Haaland, maybe even Theo Hernandez have to take a rest and get back in shape for the league. We, we're already qualified anyway, so it's it's ourselves and Chelsea that are going to qualify from Group H. Um, it's just a case of this game deciding who qualifies top and who qualifies second. Varane needs a night off as well, so uh, we're going wholesale changes. Uh, Vlasic and Martin is start up top. The midfield four completely untested together. Madison on the left. Uh, no, actually, I put Fabian out on the left. Madison as a, um advanced playmaker on a support role on the inside of that Castro, himself and Castrovilli in the middle and then Ferran Torres out wide uh, Ardria Zola Shula Koulibaly and Militao are in the back four um, two minutes in Castrovilli you know gets a good start picks up the ball at the dugout floats one down the flank for Martinez who squeezes one off at a right angle boom edge of the six we're off to the races seven minutes in immediately pegged back but it's ruled off for VAR. So this is Porto's first goal gone from VAR. 15 minutes on the clock. Ferran Torres, low cross from the right-hand side to Fabian, who's cut into the middle. He makes it 2-0. Vlasic tries to follow it up. About 30 seconds later, solo effort goes over the bar. 30 seconds later, another Porto goal, again ruled off from VAR. So I think I do think like... All of these VAR goals being ruled out has to have, uh, I'd be curious to see if there's some kind of statistics behind it, has to have um, a mental impact on the players that are on the pitch uh, by having the goals struck off. Like if if Porto go in and they get one struck off, it's like fair enough. And then immediately with that one getting struck off, we go 2-0 ahead and then they get another goal struck off. So... Well, like, you know, it, it should should it be two nil at that stage, or should sorry should it be two nil at that stage? Or should it be two all at that stage? Like the calls are very very tight. But like considering you know all the money that you have, there has to be accusations of bribery with the ref. That has that has to come into consideration. Oh here. sure, yeah. Like we've talked about conspiracies. We've talked about you having control of the editor. It's not that far fetched now for me to be saying that. If you really look at it, like yeah, I, you I, really I look at could. Well, you know, like I got, I was coming top in in the in the Premier League up until the final few games. Boom, editor happens. No, what you, fuck happens? you just Fabio Silva it. just forgot how to score. Yep. You, yeah. You very, just, very. 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 Yeah. yeah but crazy. In the, there, in the same it? way that Enkecha forgot how to score, and Parrot forgot how to score, and Ianacho forgot how to Ichichenko. score, and the wheels, like when my wheels came off, they came off. When your wheels came off, they burned in hell. I don't know. You securing then Champions League. Leicester got knocked out of the Champions League as well. They did. They didn't which, even get Europa League. Which you would find out after this. Uh, after this game, uh, long <laughs> and long and short of it. 
Uh, long and short of it, Castrovilli put in the performance of a lifetime. I don't know whether Stephen Gerrard had He's given. Still going to get shit. rid of him? Well, see, this is the thing now. You 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 give players an opportunity to start, and then they start showing their they start showing their wares. Um, but he had a hand in four of the five goals that we put past Porto, finishing with a five-one win. Eden Hazard came on for the final ten minutes. Uh, super showing from Madison, from Castrovilli, from Shula, who totally made up for the last game. Militao was wrecked at right back Carvajal uh, could also do with overcoming the food poison side of things Madison pulls his groin he's out for 10 days uh, Mains I felt so sorry for Mains they almost had 3 points uh, over Chelsea but uh, they forced to draw so what happens there is that we finish top of the group and Chelsea will finish second in the group which gives us that little bit more of a favourable side of, of the Champions <laughs> League knockout stage draw Concerns over Martinez and Shula and Militao, but uh, we knew we were through anyway. Um, I just I was kind of surprised in the overall manner of how we were able to demolish uh, Porto. I thought it'd be much more of a challenge, but that's why I'm wondering: was striking off the two goals early on from VAR had an impact on Porto's performance? Quite possible. I wonder if it balances out over the year. I know at the start of when we were in La Liga, because we noticed a lot more VAR stuff happening. Oh, 100%. That I, I was making a count of all of it. But it just happened so much that I was like, I can't fucking count this yeah. shit. How many, uh, how many goals against Liverpool did you get ruled out by 57. VAR? 57. <laughs> 57 goals. Um, but I throw a bad side. I just like the precipice. Is that what it is? Preface? Preface. Preface. I want to preference... Down. I can't preface <laughs> I want to preface this that I threw out a bad side beforehand I had no uh, rap bastard or Felix I have a young 16 year old playing as the AMC I'm trying to rest lads because I'm trying to focus on the league and getting up there it's a nothing game Liverpool have uh, 15 points from 5 games I'm already through um I was thinking they might throw out a bad side, but fuck, they did not. Um, I have Perez and Omar Radjic lining out in the defence. I was tempted to give Kovar, my lone E from Wolves, who's my third choice uh, keeper, his first game in three years. But well, you were already qualified, so why not? No, I, I, I didn't. I was like... In fairness, I, sh- I should have put, um, I should have put uh, Lunan uh, in goal for this one. Well, but I'm I away didn't. from home, so I'm going to get fucking battered. I know this beforehand. Um, I should have... In hindsight, remember that I was playing a high defensive line. Yes. And I have Luki Luki Shaw Shaw, who's only 28 in the game, but plays like a 42 year old. Uh, Kieran Trippier is 32. Um, but sure enough, just like the last game, Liverpool score early on. Two and a half minutes uh, on the clock. The ball switches from the left wing to the right hand side of the box. T- Trent a- Alexander. A- ugh, t- a- that bollock scores t- a screamer. A- a- um, I, I genuinely thought like they, they would rest some players because it is a nothing game but uh, no chance of me like overtaking them like, at all you know they were 15 points I was on 9 points yeah. um, 6 minutes later a long ball over the top falls to Salah who by the way is operating this season on an average of 8.1 Damn. that's how good he's doing he's after getting a new 3 year contract as well for from Liverpool uh, he bounces it off Old Black but bounces straight back to him he passes it off to Darwin Nunes who makes it 2-0 on before 10 minutes before the cl- clock strikes 10 <sighs> <laughs> I need Lodi back as Luki Luki Shawshaw cannot keep up with everything happening out on that right uh, like in maybe in the league it might be a bit slower or whatever but like fucking Salah just absolutely ripping him to shreds Nunes scores the third we're only 16 minutes into the game so I'm 3-0 down You, I remember you coming over how's it going over there it's like oh 16 minutes gone losing 3-0 uh, yeah so that high defensive line did not work we can't get the ball out of the box by the 30th 
minute, we haven't had a shot in. We finally get a header off on around 42 minutes and they just go straight to the keeper's hand. They break, Mane makes it 4-0 before halftime. <laughs> <laughs> there really is no no good part in this. No, <laughs> I go into the second half, I change up the formation, I throw out a fucking winger, I don't know why, maybe to give Luki Luki Shasha a bit of fucking bit of help. Uh, it's not like I'm going to make a comeback. Darwin Nunes makes it five. Uh, yeah, last last five now. Last five. And then on top of that, Neves and Jimenez got yellow card. That's the third yellow card. So they're banned for the next game. Um, I really can fuck off because I started him and he was demanding to play more and then he was absolutely shocking. I think six, six, a rating of six. Oh, horrendous. We did not shine bright like a demon. No. Uh, players... <laughs> it came out that Jan Oblak apologised to the fans the travelling fans to Anfield and said that the players will reimburse <laughs> the fans for that terrible performance 140k the players are all going to chip in <laughs> that poor little 16 year old Silva <laughs> just been like I have to pay what? <laughs> yeah you're going to have to pay at least 10 grand he's like I'm only on 150 a week 10 grand this is this is football Sons of bitches. Fantastic. Then I come back and the board tried to block my birth deal. Why? Uh, too much money? Too much money, yeah. yeah. Um, See, this is the thing. You get a little bit of money and you're like, I must spend. I'm going to fucking spend it. I don't give a shit anymore. Fire me. I'm already fired. I'm a dead man walking. They, they, ahead of the Osasuna game, which is up next, I wanted to bounce back with a win. Uh, the press asked me about uh, Morata and do I view him as crucial for us? I gave a neutral response as in I don't want to talk about individual players. The whole press box immediately got angry. <laughs> like all the fucking, every single one of them just went to raid, anger. Uh, the, the fans will want to hear a proper answer for you. No. <laughs> this is where you put in the custom comment button and you click that and I said, I told you before, rat bastard. And then storm out. Yeah, rap out. I, I haven't stormed out of a press conference in a while. <laughs> in a while, I've never stormed out of a press sometimes conference. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Just going back on the back on the transfer side of things, because the, the, it's around this time um, that the, the board are kind of going, or whoever it is, your scouting team are kind of going, okay, we need to have a little bit of a you know, that that meeting where you get together and kind of suss out what you've got to spend and who's in what position and try and make the best of the transfer window. So I have a nose around and I go back to, um, I go back to have a look at Yuri Tielemann. I'm like, mm, we could probably do something here. He's now rated, he's now rated as a world-class midfielder. Uh, I made a packet off him, obviously enough, at the first season of Leicester, never got to play him. Bar- oh, no, I think he came back for the testimonial or for yeah, somebody's did, yeah. testimonial. Um, but it never had never had a chance to play him because the, the board had stepped in and was like, what did Arsenal pay for him? 120 million quid or something. But they definitely don't play him like a 120 quid midfielder. So we're throwing a cheeky little 37 million <laughs> bid for him. <laughs> just, a, just a cheeky little 37 million Now, you bid. see, that completely goes against me giving out about football manager. Just been like, they won't sell players for this, they won't sell... When you're throwing in those fucking bids, 37 million, you're just spitting in the face. Because if he was playing for me, somebody else would come along and go, uh, we'd like to have him for 37 million quid. And you're like, yeah, but he's worth 60. Yeah, but sure, you'll take 37. It's like, I won't take that. You will take 37. So uh, they uh, turn around, they're happy to negotiate the transfer. 
so they upped my 37 million to uh, 217 million. So I tell them to politely go and jump. Uh, Varane is out with a cold. But I do, uh, with with the view of having to restore the club's finances and balance wage budgets and free up a little bit more room in the wage budget, uh, and, and despite the fact that I haven't played them bar one or two games for the entire season so far in all competitions, uh, I decide to sign Eden Hazard to a new deal. The issue here what? is that, yeah, so the issue here is that I am not allowed to offer contracts of more than one year to players that are over the age of 32 or, or over. So I have to offer him a seven-month contract. His contract was coming up anyway, so I have to offer him a seven-month contract. But his existing contract had him on 475,000 quid a week as an important player or a star player or whatever the case is. And his stats are going downhill. He's worth about 15 million still. So I decide... Fuck it, I'll throw in an owl offer. I'll see what he wants out of a new contract. And immediately he came back. I was like, I'll have 375. I'm like, that's 100 grand less. And you want less involvement and less importance in the team. It's like, why didn't I do this at the outset of the season? So we negotiated all the way down to 275 grand a week um, with less of a role involved in the team. And he's happy to take the money. Well, of course he'd be happy to take the money. It's 275 grand a week, but it's not costing me 475 grand a week. So I've freed up another 200 grand a week for somebody to come in uh, in term for Christmas, which I think would be quite nice. Um, did you get your bounce back win? Against Osasuna. Mm. Well, I had eight changes in total. Um, Felix up top with Morata. Lamar back in the AMC role. Again, a serious amount of shots off in the early exchanges, yeah. um, but nothing to get the hopes for. Then boom! Lamar with the assist. Loriente heads a rocket into the back of the net. Remember Luis Suarez got that fucking header from just outside the box where it just... May as well have been from 50 yards. It was unreal. Yeah, it, it was nothing like that, but it was still a header. <laughs> no, it was. It was a good, it was a good header. Um, can I finally get to seventh place? I keep going... Oh, I mean, I'm going to win this game. Nice one. I could move up a few positions, but mostly it's just like, nah, you're too far off the mark for the next person. But I could eventually get into seventh position with a win here. Their first shot doesn't come until like the 30th minute. So mm. the high line is working against uh, some of the weaker teams. It's kind of like a reverse. This game is like a reverse Liverpool situ- situation where I'm getting loads of shots. Like obviously the gold thing, I'm only one up, but like I'm battering them. Sean Amrabat combine on the left to create space to cross one in. Then boom, Loriente on the head with uh, Amrabat assisting. It's 2-0 up. Not a lot of action in the box I was looking at. Everything is taking place around it. So I, it's like maybe they can't really break break in. So like Felix and Morata aren't really doing much. Everything is coming from, say, the midfield diamond. Yeah. And a lot of play is on the edge of the box, but there's nothing really happening inside. Rap Bastard comes off for uh, Esposito on the 68th minute. They don't really threaten, and I realise why. They have Tom fucking Cleverly in midfield, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Tom Cleverly. Yeah. He's in midfield. I, th- I would have thought he would have been well there's, done by this There's stage. a player who just never really rose to the promise that was bestowed upon him. Bar that like A2 win against Arsenal. That was the time when I was like, Cleverly's class. I, th- yeah. I think in a... In a community shield against City as well, he was just unreal. Um, but then, yeah, he just kind of fucking tapered off, didn't he? Um, everyone played great, solid team performance, with the exception of the strikers, Rap Bastard and Felix. Two nil. Nice. We Mono go trucker. We go to Ibar. Uh, we're back to the league. Six changes off the back of the Champions League side of things. Uh, still watching the games in in two D, but we're twenty five minutes in before there's a highlight of note. Uh, and I've already got two yellows um, with Torres and Casemiro on, which is now Casemiro's tenth. 
yellow card in all competitions. I'm side eyeing you. You're you're you are I'm side eyeing you. Why? Do you know why? Why? Do you know why? Why? Check why? yourself. What? Check yourself. What did I do? His name isn't Casemiro. Oh, sorry, Quasimodo. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so, uh, 38 minutes into the game against Ibar, Tony Cruz with a corner from the right-hand side. Koulibaly first. Tony Cruz with a cross. With a, a cross. Cruz cross. Cruz cross. Cruz cross. So we get a Cruz cross in. Koulibaly. Cruz cross. The band. Will make you jump, jump. Jump, jump. Yeah, yeah. Mac Daddy make you because I'm the mega, the mega, the mega, the mega, the Mac Daddy needed to be said. Okay, carry okay, on. fair enough. Uh, Kula Valley is first to the ball, uh, which is great. Uh, our best chance of the game, and it's one nil. Um, uh, one change at the break. Fabian off. Castrovillian. I'm like he played like Castrovillian. Castrovillian, villian, villain. He played like an absolute general against um, against Porto. So um, it's nice to see him being awarded. Well, if he's going home in a month's time, we may as well give him a few games. Uh, 49 minutes in, shout for a penalty. Hernandez is bundled over in the box. Uh, he's won two or three penalties as well for me, uh, which is an interesting one. That kind of begs the, back to the, the kind of thought at the very outset where you've got games. Uh, and, uh, was a pro pro ever or FIFA a couple of years ago, you could like double track the bumper or double tap the bumper buttons and you'd, you'd trigger a dive and you, you could play for play for the set piece, play for the free kick, play for the penalty. Yeah, they don't do that in FIFA though. No, like I know there is there is the instruction to players in Football Manager that you should play for set pieces. Yeah. But to what extent... Is that what that is? To what extent do you play for set pieces? Do you need to be a dirty player, a sneaky player, like high vision or, or what the taking, case is? Take, take shots and bust it off the shins. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so we make it 2-0 Haaland again uh, sends the keeper the wrong way we get ourselves up uh, we get uh, Vinicius Jr tearing through the box on the error mark skips past two outside of the boot bottom right corner makes it 3-0 and then when I turn the page I'm pretty sure that's here kind of I am on the road again Castrovilli uh, has been involved in some uh, kind of decent goals uh, we get Hazard back in uh, you know he's after signing the new contract we celebrate by giving him a half an hour on the pitch he replaces Tony Cruz Flasic comes on for Rodrigo who was filling in as a striker this time around because man I am rotating like a bastard over here 80 minutes in and do the same thing if we're, if we're comfortable enough then I just start I just start slowing down. I don't really care about the last kind of 10, 15 minutes of the game. When you're, when you're three goals up, I think that's, that's fair safety to do it. Tony Cruz, man of the match, two goals for Haaland, one for Vinicius Jr., one for Koulibaly, 4-0 we win at Ibar. We're still third in the table. We're still four points behind Barcelona. Uh, Atletico though, you're up to seventh. Congratulations. 27 points, two behind Bilbao. Who are in sixth. Um, we go, I go straight into uh, Alves because it's our second last game for December. We I don't know, before you skip it, there's more news. Yeah, because... So, you, okay, you, go, okay. you go two games. Okay. I get tell what... Me, I don't tell want. me, tell me, tell me your news. Origi. What about him? Reject 20 million from Watford. 20 million. He rejected the fucking contract. Because though. you agreed to accept the deal from Leeds, didn't no. you? No. No, Leeds only offered uh, 12.5 millis. That's all they got. Watford were like, yeah, 20 million millis. Boom. Here you go. And Origi rejects oh, him. Who uh, the fuck does he think he is? Plus Watford got their manager sacked. Yeah, and then Diego Lanes, right, doing really well with Real Betis, um, like keep keeping up the average ratings. He's uh, he can play on the right wing, left wing, center, play anywhere. Utility um, knife of a player. Yeah, so he asked to leave. He wants to move to a bigger club. A uh, fifty-six million vanilla um, release clause, or they were willing to sell him for. Um, I go here. Here's twenty million up front. Here's ten million installments, and here's Christian Pavon. <laughs> as an exchange player uh, 
I get down into the the nitty gritty of the contracts. Uh, he wants me to strengthen my attackers, and he wants to play on the left wing. But sure, I don't play wingers anymore. I just agree sure. to it. He wanted eighty eight grand as well. I was like, all right, that's not so bad. You've got the room in the budget. And then fucking Pavon rejects him. Pavon rejects Real Betis. That son of a gun. Is then it I had a chat with Pavon. I was like, Pavon, you need to go. Get out of here. Gone. You should, have gone. But you should have had that chat before. He was transfer listed already, so he knew he was going. Um, then I make another bid for less. 20 million, Pavon, and 4 million in installments. They accept. I get the contract talk, talks again. This time he doesn't want 88 grand. He wants 55 grand. That makes absolutely no oh, sense, sorry. right? That was literally like two days later. Ash, er, I, I'll wow, okay. So, uh, agreed. Pavon rejects again. <laughs> that son of a bitch. So I immediately put Pavon up. Like, once again, I offer him out to clubs. How, uh, wh- get, what's the value on Pavon? Uh, 20, maybe it's 30 million. Okay, uh, so it's like financially, you know, on paper, it's a reasonable transaction. Yeah. Um, but he won't go to Real Batiste. So you know what? I fucking wrapped him in a little bubble wrap, put him in a box, real fragile on it, and fucking shipped him off to China. He's gone to China, 25 millis. Pavon is... Pavon, yeah, fuck off to China. With uh, Evergrande. Or... Did, you, did you go back to... to, um, to uh... Diego Lenz? Yeah. No. Why not? I, I didn't really want him anyway. I, if I was replacing a winger with a winger, you Fair know what enough. I mean? I was just, I was trying to get him on the cheapies. Didn't want to didn't spend too much because I still have my Belgian wonder kid that I'm looking at. I still have, I, I, I confirmed the deal for uh, Ristic, the guy from Partizan. I, I ended up having to negotiate that down. I think it's like 12 million vanillies. That's not bad. Which may, but I'm selling Nahun Perez uh, for like 9.5 million vanillies. So I'm replacing a 23 year old with an 18 year old. Have you gone through your, um, have you gone through your under 19 slash? Yeah, I have, I have, but sure, I, I was playing a lot. I played Batista. I played uh, Silva. I tried that Tankov guy who has like 26 goals now in 21 games for the under 19. Yeah, it's, it's, There's it, a new it, guy it, in there, it, Mario. It Adama Silva's there, isn't he? That's his name, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a new guy in there called Mario who's like a four and a half star potential. So I might give him a few games. He's a centre mid. Um, but yeah, that that that's kind of coming up to my big game. Which is? Barcelona. Yes, it is. Take it on Barcelona. Do you want to talk about your shitty game or do you want to get into I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, fly, I'll fly through my shitty game because it's my second last game in December and the only game that I cared about for this week was your Barcelona game. At the outset, I had said the only way that I was going to win the league was to beat Barcelona or have other teams beat Barcelona. Like, you could beat Barcelona. Just like the way leagues actually work. Yeah. When you defeat teams and other teams defeat teams, teams, you generally, if you you, win... You get the more points and, like, put ball in goal five times. Yeah, Yeah. well done, you're learning. So, it's the second last... I'm rubbing uh, off. Second last game of December. Uh, We've two games... I have two games this week and then we have a fortnight off to round out uh, the year. Make a string of changes again. Uh, so Cruz and Casemiro, Quasimodo, uh, are gone, which means uh, Militao is going to be my captain. Carvajal is back. The whole food poisoning side of things uh, has worn off. Dodgy Dodgy Bayer. Uh, Teo Hernandez needs a rest. So Carvajal is at left back. Midfield four is Rodrigo, Rabio, Fabian and Vinicius Jr. Martinez and uh, Luki Jovic are up top. So Haaland sits on the bench with Castrovilli and Madison as well. Alves have 
two defeats three defo- uh, three draws in their last five not overly uh, worried about it Jovic opens the scoring credit to him super goal uh, Militao is the one that's going to grab the headlines for it though a super link up play like he brings the ball up like kind of skips up the, the sideline on the right hand side he's crushed by a tackle but the two of them are floored as gas watching, watching the replay of it uh, Militao just manages to get back to his feet first picks up exactly where he left off runs all the way to the byline loops back in the cross for Jovic uh, makes it across to the back post and he heads it in we're 1-0 up after 5 minutes 2 minutes in uh, 2 minutes later it's 2-0 uh, who's this one uh, Vinicius Junior finds Jovic who sets Martinez off on his own he has the goal 17 minutes in like by 20 minutes in we're 4-0 up Shula getting in under a set piece uh, and that pretty much kind of set the tone for the game I don't I don't know did we score more goals? We probably did score more goals. Uh, Martinez uh, picked up a knock. Rabio bulldozes his way into the box about 10 minutes into the second half. Nabbed our fifth. Uh, Haaland came on and Jovic set him up for one with about 10 minutes to go. And then I did what, we dis- what we've kind of done um, a lot of this season. And I'm not sure how to contain it other than it it doesn't happen in games where I slow the pace down, but where where I where I just kind of leave things going. We concede late. We conceded two goals late. Like we were five or six goals up at this stage, so it didn't really make a difference. To be fair, and Alaves were never going to be seen uh, for a threat. James Madison got on for Vinicius Junior at halftime. Uh, he had a super game. Audrey Zola had a great game. Carvajal, having just recovered from food poisoning to start at left back, is out for a couple of weeks. Pulled ankle ligaments. Martinez is gone. Gash in the lower leg. He's going to miss the next game. Um, but we we get the we get the win really it was kind of a coasting coasting to win we're not coasting in games we're not coasting as a as you're a hitting team. them early yeah and what happens here is that um, what happens here is that Real Madrid, Real Sociedad have gone two nil up and it looks like that is going to push Sociedad to the top of the table at least before you get to play Barcelona. Yeah, they have Isaac playing. I kind of did a bit of a, a look at yeah, him. Yeah, I, I, I tried to sign him for the two seasons at Leicester and it just was not happening. Oh. And he's lethal in this. He's, mm. he's Henri, so scored four good. goals in the previous game, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It was class. Anyway, I'm coming up against Barcelona. Uh, I dropped the defensive line. <laughs> I play a bit more cautious, but there's no other real changes from the team that took on Osasuna. Um, they're fast though, like yeah. very fast. In the opening 18 seconds, they had a clear-cut chance at goal, but Dembele fortunately fluffed it then strangely the next 10 minutes goes by without anything to really scare me yeah uh, although naturally they have the lion's share of possession it, it was like 68 to 32 like they're just passing around though. they're not doing anything on the 15 minute then Rashford goes off injured for them and I'm like oh fuck you know Rashford goes off injured Messi's on that bench yeah I was like oh no uh, but they bring on Predri instead all right, nice one. Uh, they're starting to switch it on. I'm going long ball style, big Jack Charlton style. I'm like fucking yeah, let's go direct. Why not? They get clear cut chance after some great passing, um, and then we get some great uh, a great can- chance. It's kind of starting to mirror each other. Morata lays it off for Felix, who also fluffed it, mirroring Dembele earlier. Then uh, it, it, it's kind of we're kind of somewhat coming into the game a bit more, but. I was like, oh no, on the 45th plus four minutes, so the 49th minute just before yeah. second half, they get a corner. Headered. Boom. Cracks off the post. Bounces off the back of All Black's head. 
bounces into the fucking goal. Absolute killer. Second half then, I managed to motivate him. As I didn't get mad. I didn't do anything like that. Just said you've been kind of unlucky. Hold um, on, hold on, hold on a second there. Go play ball. Hold on a second. Are you are you taking? Are you trying to take a leaf out of my halftime approach? I would never. I just I I want you to know this. You know where sometimes it never. actually sometimes it actually pays to be nice to your ever, players. Ever copy any of your managerial tactics? Yeah, everything you have at Real, yeah, you're getting bought for you. <laughs> getting bought for you. I had a better season at Wolves despite coming lower. <laughs> No, you I won didn't. the Caribbean Cup. Who gives a shit? You fucking then did you win anything with Le- at Leicester? Silverware, no, no. Oh, ho, ho, ho. oh, a little, little empty trophy cabinet, little empty trophy cabinet. And again. again, who gives a shit? When it came to the Premier League, <laughs> who gives table, a shit? When it the came fans to the Premier care. League, right? table, the fan- it was I just care like, about my fans. My here's Leicester, and here's Wolves. Here's Leicester. Oh, and where? where and I'm making the hand where's gesture now? for all where's the Leicester now? Do you know it doesn't matter? Out of the Champions League came bottom of the group. Club Bruges came fucking top, right? You did not leave them in a good position. I left them in a good position. I left Wolves in a great... Wolves are third. Leicester are 10th in the Premier League. Funny, I think the current Wolves manager is doing a hell of a lot better than you did. No, he's fucking not. I was top for fucking how long? And then you you bottled it. Bottled Um, it. Shit their bed. Anyway, 45 seconds after kickoff, Lamar from a corner provides an assist for Saul. Who saw that coming? I did. Then boom, on a quick counter, Morata charges up the pitch, lays it off for Lamar. Three minutes later, it is 2-1 to Atletico Madrid. Double salvo. Huh? That's what you would call a double salvo. I don't speak Spanish. Uh, Morata rocket- <laughs> rockets a shot. It cracks the post. And would you fucking believe it? What happens? It goes in. No. No, it doesn't. Eventually, it cracks off the back of Ter Stegen's head. In a, in a repeat of All Blacks goal. Boom. 3-1 up. Or, no, that was 2-1. Sorry, that was the second goal for Lamar. I, I'm getting confused. But only six minutes later, then it was 3-1 up because Lukey Lukey Shawshaw charges into the box, brought down by Sergio Dents. VAR awards the penalty. Felix steps up. It didn't allow me to change. But I wasn't going to anyway. I know he's missed four of them already. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was like, you know what? Is, is he your nominated penalty taker? Yeah. And why do you 16 keep, 15, penalty 16, composure 15. Why do you keep him as a penalty? Because I believe in the rise of the Phoenix. Felix. <laughs> Jesus. Felix. Christ. I have that written down as well. Uh-huh. I still fucked it up. Um, but yeah, ended up, ended up at 3 1. And I'm like, wow. And then I praised the team on 63 minutes. And all the little faces were smiling and green. And again, I refer to the Ken McGuire book of management. Fuck Ken McGuire book of management. Yes. Uh, uh, from nothing, they grab a goal. Shaw literally, like someone, I think it was, I, I can't remember who was run, charging on the right. Shaw made a tackle that was nowhere, like, it was like he tackled a ghost. Remember when Renato Sanchez passed the ball to the billboard? thinking it was a player coming up on his uh, left-hand side for when he was playing with Swansea. Like, that's what Shaw's tackle was. He didn't tackle anything. The player was gone and Shaw, like, was chasing and then kind of stopped and tackled. The ball goes in. Pedri heads it down. Havertz then converts it. It's 3-2. And I'm like, oh, no. It's happening. Barcelona are pushing everyone up front. I'm thinking this is going to leave him a bit exposed at the back. Direct play. Bring on Esposito. Then, boom. Corner. Messi provides the assist. Straight on. On the 83rd minute. 
Then it becomes end to end. I go, fuck this. If I'm losing, I don't want a point. I want three points or none. So if you're in first, you're last. Ricky Bobby, actual Talladega Knights driver. Um, Pedri Bricks fluffs it up five minutes at a time I'm like there has to be a goal here they get a corner we get a corner they pop a shot forcing Oblak with a great save and then they get another corner I'm like all the goals are coming from set pieces I'm getting a corner then I'm like all my goals come from set pieces but no it ends three all ends three all I get a point off Barcelona I talk two away helping you as a good friend that I am all players then I notice are anxious in the dressing room expecting a water bottle to be kicked I just say, hey, it's a solid enough performance, lads. Well done. I'm, 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 in my old age, becoming less salty, except, <laughs> except when it comes to Lee fucking Riggs and Connor with one in. Uh, but I'm back in eighth position. You bottled it, though. I didn't fucking bottle it. What are you on about? You bottled it. I was losing the game and I came back. You bottled it. You bottled it. Yeah, if I had 500 milli vanillis to spend on just random players... Going, oh, Shane, you're looking at Theo for Hernandez on the line for I your just, left back position. You I know just what? See a 50 million. Here. I'm just going to throw it on him. I see oh, you're going to look for Fern Torres? He's going to be a sub on my team. <laughs> I see I see a pattern here. We were just talking about you putting all that time that you were on top of the league and that you were so great in the Premier League. When you come up in the big game situations, you just. You just How many it. trophies do you have? You just bottled it. How many trophies do you have? I don't know. Four, How many? Four or five. No, four or five what? Four or five what? South, South American trophies. No. No. Yeah. No. You have one, maybe the league. I have the league cup. I have the championship, mm-hmm. and I have the Caribbean cup. Mm-hmm. You're a specialist in failure, Kenneth. <laughs> <laughs> well, the table doesn't lie here either. So, what's after happening after that game uh, is that Real Sociedad uh, have taken top spot in La Liga, forty-two points. Barcelona with a game in hand. Uh, you still have a game in hand as well um, Barcelona are second with 41 points we've made it up to third with 40 points Atletico back in eighth uh, on 27 points we finish out by playing Real Sociedad who are top of the table we've won our last five games I've got no Carvajal I've got no Costas for left back we're third they're top of the table huge opportunity here to do some damage Haaland pre-game has uh, raised his goal tally to 20 goals in 20 games in all competitions one as a substitute Kyle Jorge Jorge uh, comes down with the flu he's going to be gone for 11 days uh, so beyond my bench the only other two players that I have fit in the squad who aren't injured or homesick or uh, food poisoned or have broken bones or whatever are Hazard and Rabio. Uh, but 25 seconds into this game 20 25 seconds 25 count them it wasn't even 25 it was it was much sooner than that Casemiro does anyone uh, bursts forward just before you do this floats in across with 18 seconds on the clock and Vinicius Jr. is there at the back post alright first of all his name is Cosimodo yeah. second of all yeah. anybody else out there get really fucking creeped out when Ken starts whispering <laughs> when you're talking about my saltiness when you start whispering like people listen with their headphones in and you're whispering in their ear like, it's fucking creepy you should, you should wear headphones in the studio and, I, well, and then, no, and you, then you would you know you start whispering then you would know what would happen and then I, I, I kind of whisper sweet nothings in your ear oh god 10 minutes that, in uh, I'm not sure who got pulled in we've got another penalty 
thanks to VAR and penalties and players getting bundled over in the boxes. Haaland makes it 2-0, picks up his 21st goal of the season. Ferran Torres is shooting on sight. Uh, so I nipped that in the bud fairly early, but he almost has Haaland in for a second, like 60 seconds later, scrambled away in the six-yard box. Uh, Sociedad decided to go way more attacking, but this is like a half an hour in, but, and I say it with a, with a big but, um, we've got defenders who can float in balls like uh, Theo Hernandez. Floaty ballers. Who floats a ball all the way from 30 yards out to the back post. Ferran Torres is there. These are all from play. These aren't set pieces. It's 3-0 with a half an hour gone. So Halftime comes and goes. 60 seconds later, Tony Cruz has the ball floated in from a corner on the right-hand side. And all the work that I've done on corners, it's paying off but it's only really paying off when I get Tony Cruz taking corners if I get anybody else taking corners it's not really working uh, Haaland volleys home from 12 yards so an hour in we're 4-0 up doubles up Castrovilli and Fabian are on Vinicius Junior Casemiro are off Rodrigo's been playing as a striker again he's getting another 10 minutes and then I'm yanking him out of there uh, almost wins a penalty but he's got to make way Jovic comes on for the final 20 minutes Isaac uh Score finally finds his, his scoring boots. We've kept him quiet all game, but like watching this replay it was amazing. Gondwan orchestrated the whole thing in the middle of the field. There must have been 20 30 passes that led up to Isaac getting free uh, to blast home. Um, and we slow we slow things down. We concede late again. Uh, Andoni Marua gets a massive breakaway goal. The game finishes 4 2. Uh, Sociedad with only three shots on target. They converted two of the three, mind you. Um, but after the game, because I think this was me with the, was this me with the early game? Uh, after the game, we're top of the table. And I'm thinking, that's it. We're top of the table, heading into Christmas, and then realized that the table totally hadn't uh, been updated or hadn't reflected the result in the Barcelona Atletico game. And it also turns out that you have another game next week. Um, that's still to go I'm yeah. told that my players are gone they're gone on holidays still to go against Celta Vigo still that's to it go against Celta Vigo so how'd you get on against Celta Vigo um, just knowing that it would be Morata's last ever game I bench him <laughs> <laughs> nice a rap bastard I bring Esposito in you know I have to get Esposito and Felix working together uh, Jimenez is in for Omaragic start like a house on fire whoa your house is on fire. Oh, yeah, that was was that, that just a happened? really really bad attempt at Kings of Leon. They're bad anyway. Yeah, but like sex on that fire. one good sex song. on fire is not your house is on fire. It is. It's one hundred burning not. down the house. That's, a, that's a bit more like <laughs> Tom Jones and the Cardigans. Yeah, uh, the, the uh, world's on fire. Prodigy. Um, Billy Joel has a song about fire. Didn't we didn't fire. start the fire. Well, we did start the fire in this one. Uh, six shots in the opening five minutes and one of them hits the back of the net with Lamar providing an assist for Saul once again. Lamar finally gets on the score sheet himself with a long meandering run that ends up in a goal. <laughs> Celta Vigo then work a really good set-piece routine. Sorry, seems sorry. My old can, lone... I, can I just say, uh, good use of the word meandering. Thanks very much. I didn't even have it in my notes. I just thought of it as I read. Uh, in my head in your head in yeah your head. that's and that's that's why I'm a radio host mm-hmm. presenter of a sports show um, uh, that where am I <laughs> Celta Vigo work a really good set piece routine like I it was like a short basically Ahmed Diallo who was one of my old loanies at, yeah. at Wolves he like came short and I, it was like a weird one two thing so he came short 
the ball played to him and then your man ran down the corner Diallo passed it out to him they crossed it in Batsui who is playing for them then scores now I'm lamenting not holding the Barca league lead as I could be in six after this game I'm currently up to one and if I was like oh if I won that Barca game I'd be in sixth position now did it stay that way who knows uh few more chances before halftime but not really anything that tested their keeper Lamar then gets his third of the season for my third of the game with a run into the box and a tap in little tap 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 a ring considering we're in Ryder Cup territory Happy Gilmore shoot McGavin there's a reference for you Kieran Trippier with an absolutely fantastic cross uh, second half then they're going more direct. Batsui has a great chance that produced a great all black save. Esposito makes it four with a great pass for Shaw and then I do it. For his rat song instead of a swan song, Rat Bastard comes on in the 75th minute and then gets a goal. <laughs> and triumphantly, it is ruled out. Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, they, it kind of ends 4-1 there. And I win the game and Morata is gone and uh, I have met the release clause of Steve Burt probably could go down as the worst piece of business that we've made in the game because he just played hard to get and I enjoyed the chase, Ken. You did. I enjoyed the chase and I get what I want. Just like the million dollar man, I get what I want, even though you're the million dollar man and Lee Riggs is your Virgil. No, sorry, it took me a while to get that reference. Yeah. Uh, we finished this week with uh, the Champions League knockout draw. Oh, yeah. So, um, uh, oh. w- without 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 covering who we're going to be playing, the first round of the Champions League knockout, which is going to take place in about uh, two, two podcasts time, I would say, if we do January, because the, the knockout games are in February. Uh, Celta Vigo are at home to Liverpool, PSG and Barcelona. Huge, huge game. Big game. Big game, big game. Uh, Bayern Munich, AC Milan. Also big game. Uh, Chelsea and Club Rouge. Easy one for Chelsea. Not really, because Club Rouge came top of the group with PSG, Inter Milan and Leicester. Now, I know the Leicester game is a fairly easy game, but Inter Milan and PSG. Inter Milan are now thir- came third. PSG um, got through. So Club Rouge Chelsea also, some nice things. Chelsea also current Champions League holders. Uh, Juventus and Borussia Dortmund, Fenerbahce and uh, Manchester United. You draw... Manchester City you do I might get Rangers oh, I'm like oh, talk yeah, about, I'm sure you came top you see I talk, didn't talk about looking out yeah, look I'm up against it if I tracked Frankfurt got to the final last year Atletico Madrid can do it maybe this could be remember I started coming good in cup competition with yeah, Baca true true true, true yeah, it could happen season. and we do have Copa del Rey and other things like that to yeah. look forward to the Spanish Super Cup is on yeah. in the start of January oh I won I, I won four trophies Champ- what was there? The Trophy of the Campeones. Four. Yeah, I think we I think we both like left Argentina with three. The apocalypse. I rained down upon oh, no, the. Two, no, I had left Argentina with three with three trophies. Lies. No. What no, were the trophies? It's hundred percent. What lies. were the trophies? I cannot tell you. Exactly. I, I won the league. I won the Super Cup. The Super Cup of Argentina. That was no. Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. I I did. Yeah. You know, you're thinking about it. No, it's the Argentinian League Cup. I it's won the, the Argentinian League Cup. No, you won the the cup at the second half of the season. I won the Argentinian League Cup after the second half of the season. And I won trophy. I can't be honest. Yeah. And I won the championship. No. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. When we and I won the, the Caribbean Cup. Yeah. I've doubled your silverware. No, you've like I've no. doubled your silverware. If you say if I think you if maybe you've won two three. Two. Three. No, fucking yeah, two. Three. 
Tell you. And I'll take the personal accolade of Argentinian Manager of the Year as well, but that'll do. Uh, transfer, a little bit of transfer uh, activity. Just to, Fucking just Tony to Mowbray taking no, that accolade. Just to pre-sell it. Uh, I'm looking at Divine Wrench because his name is so am- was I. amazing. Uh, 18-year-old from Ajax. Salvador Mir, 18-year-old at Valencia. Odds of me getting them out of another Spanish team though are fairly slim. But um, a lot of these young players are, are coming good. We're heading into Christmas with an excellent club atmosphere. Uh, Audrey Zola wants to start more games. Fabian wants to go out on loan uh, that little bit more. But as it stands table-wise, uh, Barcelona are top. 18 games played, 45 points in the bag. Uh, Real Madrid in second, two points behind Barcelona. Sociedad in third, a point behind there. Atletico just knocking on the edge of the top six in seventh uh, with 31 points. Sevilla and Valencia and Atletic between those. Um, it's looking like a busy start. We're going to play each other at the end of January which will presumably be maybe next week, depending on how our transfer window activity goes and time invested in playing and everything else happens. But that's it for this week and for the Football Manager Football Show. Yeah. And our concerns about Football Manager 2022 and where we are all the way up to the end of December for our fourth and presumably final season for FM21. Yeah. It's going to be sad. It's not. It's can't fucking wait for it to be over. I can't wait for it to be over. Maybe, maybe there could be new podcast hosts. Never know. Never yeah, know. That's it. Ken we'll, might be getting frustrated. We'll get the news team to do it. That I have won way more trophies than him. Never. Yeah. You're, there has to be like a trophy count at the end. We have to make, we like, there has to be a trophy count at the end and the person that came away yeah, the most sure. trophy. Win, there has to be a forfeit. We used to do the forfeits. When I win La Liga and win the Champions that's, League. I'm giving and, you, imp- I'm giving you impetus. I'm giving you something to fucking strive for, Kenneth. I just strive. You just for you have to beat great. me with the trophies. If you beat me with the trophies, a forfeit occurs. Uh, my my greatest victory happened when you absolutely shit the bed in the Premier League and you tumbled all the way into the Europa League. Oh my God! Focus on yourself, Ken. <laughs> don't be focusing on my. Oh, fingers. I was focusing on myself. Focus, don't be focusing. That was a hundred percent focusing on myself. It was a tumultuous time. <laughs> We have to factor that in as well. (laughs) On that note, uh, this has been the Football Manager Football Show episode number 35. You can follow the podcast for free on all good podcast platforms uh, or hit up uh, podfollow.com slash FMF show. You can find us on Twitter at FMF show uh, and online, most importantly, at scoreline.ie, which is where you will also find a whole world of other podcasts like The Clash Act if you're into GAA we've got some savage interviews over the last year uh, The Knock On if you're into rugby we've got some great coverage on the rugby side of things uh, and plenty more besides until next week maybe 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 might, I might might come maybe. back maybe maybe might come back I'm sick of all the the king mm-hmm. money that you're receiving from the fake king until from next the would-be week. king until next from week from the fucking king I'm the Caribbean until god until next week I'm thanks for listening thing. I'm El Prez We'll talk to you next week. Bye. The Football Manager Football Show brought to you by scoreline.ie.